You're listening to Welcome to Eloma, a podcast for highly ambitious dreamers who get shit done. I'm your host, Kylie Peters. This is a space where we talk about sourcing products and building vendor relationships. So for those of you who may not know, I am getting married October 1st this year. And in planning our wedding, we're very intentional about supporting as many women business owners as we could. So we're very excited. We're um, Today, we're in one of the series episodes where we're featuring one of our women business owners that's supporting us on our big day. Today's guest is Amanda Maddox, CEO of Charcuterie and Apricity, a creative agency. We hired Charcuterie because... They have the most amazing charcuterie grazing tables and platters. Like they're just a work of art, like a straight up work of art. And if you love fancy foods and just like, just foods in general, like me, like you definitely, everyone should check them out. Um, And if we weren't a two and a half hour drive away, we would have totally hired them to bring over a full blown grazing table. But because we are, we're bringing over a number of different um, platters for our wedding. So We're jumping into something today that I don't know that much about in terms of sourcing products, but Amanda does because this is what she does. Um, Let's dive in to what it takes to run such a beautiful boutique business. Welcome to Iloma, Amanda. Thank you so much for having me and thanks for such a kind intro. And we're really excited for your wedding. (laughs) Um, I've told all of my guests about like, I just had my bachelorette party and I was telling everybody about like, I brought up Instagram and everything and showed them your account. And I was like, these are the platters we're having. And they're like, oh my gosh, (laughs) they're so beautiful. I was like, I know you should, you should just at minimum follow, follow them. Like just, it's gorgeous. Like food porn. It's amazing. Thank you. I appreciate the support. <laughs> of course. Um, Amanda, let's get into it. So you started Charcuter Me during COVID, which we know a lot of businesses started during COVID, which is like a very unique time in life, right? So tell me a little bit about the inspiration behind the business. So as you kind of said in your intro, I um, own both Charcuter Me and Apricity, uh, which is a creative agency. It's a graphic design company I've owned for seven years. So I'm a graphic designer by trade. Uh, and so my, my brain kind of already works in a, a creative way. So um, it, it all kind of started in fall of 2019. I get together with my family a lot. You'll kind of hear as we talk more, um, this is very family oriented and um, I'm very supported by them. And they, we get together a lot and they said, Hey, Amanda, you know, can you contribute to these family events? And I'm not the greatest cook in the world. And they said, uh, can you bring something? So I said, you know, we're in the land of cheese here in Wisconsin, obviously, and everyone loves it. And I can remember charcuterie boards, cheese, meat and cheese boards being at every family gathering growing up. And I said, you know, I'll bring a charcuterie board. I think I can throw one together. And I saw them online and social media and I, and I put one together. And after that, they said, you need to bring this to every kind of event going forward. And that was leading into 2020. And eventually they said, you should start selling these. And I said, no, no, no. I, I, I'm so grateful that I've been an entrepreneur for about seven years already. Mm -hmm. And I have a flexible schedule and, you know, I've been able to kind of crack carve out and craft how my life has kind of gone. Um, and I said, no, that's, you know, I already have one business. I'm good. And then the pandemic hit and Mm-hmm. it forced as it did everybody to slow down. Uh, and you know, I work to travel. Um, I, that's what I really love to do. And I couldn't do that. And at that moment I thought, you know what, like 
there are so many now given the pandemic um to go options that people are are seeking out right we had to start yeah. ordering food in and ordering mm-hmm. food in and i thought to myself why don't i maybe give this a go and give people in the community another option of something to to bring into them to kind of enjoy on a date night. That's a little bit more of an elevated snack, yeah. right? Uh, Cause we were all doing it. I was ordering oh, for all sure. the time. And, and, and we also wanted to support at that time as many local businesses as we can, because it was so tough yeah. uh, for businesses to, to stay in business, you know? Yeah. And so I said, maybe this is something the community is, you know, could, could be beneficial. And mm-hmm. so given my graphic design background, that's kind of where, you know, I I think my brain, it translated from the computer to the charcuterie board. And I just started, and I was able to build my own website because of that. And uh, I'm just so grateful that I had all these tools in this box of marketing and graphic design to build my brand for charcuterie. And, uh, you know, with the encouragement of my family and my sister, Molly was very, she's very organized and was very, um, you know, encouraging to start this business and was like, I'll, I'll help you, you know, let's, let's just see if we can do this. And so we launched in August of 2020. Uh, and it was so great. Cause at the time also, I, um, I, I knew I needed a commercial kitchen. I reached out to, you know, people in the community and they were so grateful. They're like, there's a space within this, you know, downtown in cathedral square. You can probably use a little bit of this already existing kitchen and, and, um, another food truck was already working out of this space. So it was kind of shared and, uh, it just, things kind of fell into place. And I'm so grateful that I had to slow down during that moment yeah. because truly otherwise this business. And I, I, I think this, I I'm so grateful for, you know, what it's brought me in and connecting into the community. Like that never would have been born had that not happened. Well, isn't that such an interesting idea? Like entrepreneurship, we go, 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 go. I think that's like the default nature, but I think that is like the silver lining. If, if there is a silver lining of COVID is like, it did force everyone to slow down. And so often when we take that time to slow down or rest or relax, or actually take a vacation, we have like those renewed creative energies and those juices flowing. And like so much can be brought from slowing down. you know, it's just, it sounds so like obvious, but also like counterintuitive at the same time. Absolutely. And I feel like, I mean, here just in America in general, we work and work and work and work until we, you know, can't see anymore, you know, can't see. So we're totally burnt out. It is true. And I mean, I think a benefit of having traveled a lot of places, the rest of the world doesn't have that mentality. And so I've tried to adapt this, like this work-life balance in being an entrepreneur. It it does you, there is this element of you have to hustle so hard for it, but then in the, you know, there's the positive of it too, is you get this flexibility and this ability to kind of carve out time for yourself. And then you do again, like you said, you realize the importance of taking a step back and just giving yourself a break. And, you know, I think about that with COVID because it was, obviously it was so detrimental to so many people and, and yet in some other elements, you know, something positive did come out, I think in, in certain aspects, like you said, there were other businesses that kind of opened during 2020. And I think it was these, these people that just took a step back for a second and thought like, okay, what's really important. What's, what do I need to do to, you know, for my well being and my health and pro- providing and, and kind of all that stuff. And I think yeah. it just, it, it's something different that I think people maybe didn't expect to come during that time period. Well, I think this just additional reflection of like what really matters. That's what I've like, 
at a, you know, 10,000 foot scale. That's what I've been noticing is like, everybody's just like, what the hell am I doing? Why am I spending my time doing this? Like this doesn't matter or this does matter. And so just diving into that, I think has been, you know, uh, it gives me kind of like a renewed sense of faith in humanity of like, oh, we do all have souls that we don't want to die. <laughs> like let's, let's invest in those. That's good. Um, so anyway, every business has its challenges, right? Um, and for me, like I'm most familiar with service-based brands because that's just the space I work in. But for your company, you kind of touched on, on it a little bit earlier. Um, I'm curious to know some of the challenges you run into with Charcuter Me because like you said, it's perishable. Um, I'm really curious about like shipping and like how you source all your products and those relationships. So like, tell me a little bit about some of the challenges you run into running Charcuterie. So being a small business, the biggest challenge that I've had, especially in the food space, which this was a new avenue for me. Like I said, I was in graphic mm -hmm. design where I worked from a computer at my house, you know, to, you know, going through, um, the rigorous health department, which is important, but tough, yes. uh, in the city to start a business like this, to start any type of food processing, you know, business. Um, so just doing those things the right way started off being tough. And like then the administrative because, pieces of it. Like, yes. And yeah, okay. Yes. Compliance, and especially yeah. the health department to, yeah, like that during, during COVID, obviously everything is, is way more strict. So that was sure. interesting to start. And that kind of leads into once, you know, you find the space, then it's sourcing the products. And, uh, we've seen over the past two years, I mean, the cost sourcing of, is hard, it's man. tough. And especially as a small business, because in a lot of restaurants, you're able to use, um, companies like Cisco or bigger brands. Mm -hmm. Uh, but you have this huge minimum to meet weekly sure. to do that. And so you have to get creative as a small business to where can I shop? Where can I kind of look to and thank God, this community in Milwaukee and the, I am involved in this let's talk women, which is this uh, great female, uh, food and food and Bev business owners group. Uh, we, and we have monthly meetings to talk about this stuff specifically because we are all in a lot of this positions where we don't, we're not this huge restaurant chain that we can meet thousand dollar minimums a month. So mm -hmm. we all kind of talk about going in with each other. If it comes to buying in bulk, you know, a oh, different, that's amazing. Uh -huh. So that was actually the topic of conversation. in one of our last meetings was just like, Hey, if you need this and you need this and we need it in the month, why don't we just buy it in bulk and then kind of divvy it up just so oh, all of us can awesome. kind of get it at a better, better price. Right. Um, so it's all literally the community factor and it, it sounds, you know, cliche to some people like, Oh, your community. I'm like, no, 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 actually like, no, but that's amazing. It's incredible. And just to interrupt and piggyback for one second, yeah. like just a note to like anybody listening, don't forget to think about those creative problem solving opportunities. And that, you know, I love that you guys are all in the food space, but you're collaborating instead of quote unquote competing. And like what is possible when we, you know, take that mindset instead. So sorry, go ahead. But yep, no, awesome. absolutely. Absolutely. And, you know, there's the local community one that I was just talking about where there's, you know, there's a couple other um, charcuterie companies in kind of the greater Milwaukee area other than myself. And so we've chatted before, you know, for I held my first vendor event and I didn't know where to kind of how to start and where to get and somebody up in Cedarburg, you know, was Franny's market. I'll give her a shout out because she was amazing, gave me a rundown. You know, we all... Yes, there's competition, but there's room for everybody. Sure. And we, yes. if we all work together, we can all succeed during this time that is just so uncertain if we can or not. Like, why not empower us to all, all these women to 
just be, do better and be better. And oh, we can all exist somewhere and that's fine. Yes. And so it's been this community. There is this community. It's a crazy cheese community, charcuterie world. I mean, like on Facebook, like a cheese community. It is. It. There of are course women, there is. There, of, of course, course there, there is. is. It is wild. And there are women, <laughs> there are women that are doing what I'm doing all over the country. And I mean, all it is, is them talking about kind of pricing and how you do certain things and just kind of collaborating with each other with how to, how to make this easier and to make, you know, to help each other succeed. It's, it's unbelievable. So getting creative with that, it's something I at first wouldn't have thought of, but Mm -hmm. those things is what, you know, those items is what I started with. And, you know, obviously when it came to sourcing at first, I, uh, given I couldn't make huge, large orders, I yeah, would sure. just go to the local. I mean, and it's tough. I go to, you know, the Trader Joe's and the grocery stores and produce is so tricky to work with. Cause it's, mm-hmm. and especially now given everything, you never know if produce is going to be good or not. It's just been, it's, it's such an ebb and flow. I'm like really yeah. excited at when there's green grapes at the store, you know what I mean? Like, cause he just, they're not always there. And it's just, you're so grateful when there are, you know, these things. Um, but there are also like local purveyors. Um, I, for one, I was on LinkedIn, for example, and I, you know, obviously had my charcuterie up there and Boar's Head has, which is an obviously well-known brand has a purveyor here in Milwaukee area. And they reached out and they said, you know, would you maybe like to try our products? So like, we don't have minimums and we can deliver right to you. And I thought, um, when are you kidding me? <laughs> and since then, I mean, I don't use them for obviously everything, but for a large portion of my meat and cheese selection, I use them because Boar they were head. like willing to work. Boris said, mm-hmm. "Yeah, who you can find in you know Sendix and everything else." Sure. But they were willing to work with me, yeah. and I don't. I mean, I make consistent orders. It's just not the high high ones that you know a lot. But of that's huge. And also, like, it, kudos to them for realizing the opportunity and the need. Yeah, exactly. And I tell them that all the time and they're just so supportive. And I know there's other companies like them out there that this is like the one in my space that I need and that's working Mm -hmm. for me. But I'm so grateful that they took a, it's kind of like taking a chance on a little small business and hoping I give, hoping I, you know, place orders weekly. And, you know, some weeks are bigger than others because it ebbs and flows again. It's not consistent, but they're willing to stick with me and, and it's been a great partnership. And so that came out of marketing on social media, you know, so it's Mm -hmm. just, you getting creative in the space is I think what all of us have kind of had to do to, yeah. to survive in this kind of environment right now. So when it comes to running this business specifically, cause I think like what you're doing is, I mean, again, you're amazing at what you do, but it comes with a lot of really unique challenges. So you talked about when you were first getting started, you just kind of do the one-off platters and et cetera, but now you've started to build some of these partnerships. Um, how are you determining or finding additional partnerships or purveyors or, you know, sourcing partners to, you know, build like your large grazing tables and and all that kind of stuff. How are you going about those partnerships? So a lot of, so I will say since the beginning, word of mouth has been the biggest um, kind of source of, for, you know, knowledge of, of the company and things like Mm -hmm. that. I have a great, um, sister who is very, um, connected within the community and she knows a lot of people and is just very good at connecting. And I, I moved away for, for like eight years. I'm from here, but moved away to California and I moved back in 2018. And so when I came back, I didn't know people anymore. You know, I grew up here, I went to school here, college, but I just didn't really know anything. So thankfully, like I said, I have this great family unit and, and 
very much so was able to kind of reimmerse myself within the community, which is so good and meet people and join groups like this. Let's talk women. And everyone refers to everybody. It is unbelievable. The community in Milwaukee or, and I'm sure the communities, you know, around the country are like this too, but it is, it's especially special here. I found, and I'm, I've been an advocate in Milwaukee, you know, my whole life ever since I live when I was living in California. I mean, all I, I just talked all about Milwaukee all the time, but, um, just speaking with them and getting out there and obviously social media and things like that. And just, it literally has just been meeting people within the community that They're just ha- like has been a referral connections, not That's necessarily like a, a plan. Not at all. And I find it's funny because I joke about like, I'm a, I, I'm a creative brain. I am very not type a, I am very, you know, my mind goes all over the place. You know, mm-hmm. that's why I'm very grateful to, you know, my sister and other people, you know, that I, I have very part-time employees who kind of can keep me on track with, with yep. the organizational part of things. And so that, you know, my, I've always kind of prided myself in, I can talk to a wall, you know, I, my parents joke that I can talk to a wall, you know, like that. I can just t- kind of talk to anybody that I have that ability. And I'm grateful for that because it's allowed me to just, I'm not afraid to, you know, go out and when it, networking or, you know, just being at an event and asking people questions, I, I, that's a learned thing. I think as I've grown up and kind of got a therapy and really uh, <laughs> uh, learned about myself and become self-aware that a lot of us don't, um, listen enough. And I think if oh you ask gosh. the right questions to people and I found that just asking people questions that'll all, you know, they could say one thing and all of a sudden you're like, Oh, there's the connector. Like there's, you know, yeah, and, exactly. Like listening to what they aren't saying. It's like the art of networking too. Like that's mm-hmm. what I've, I've kind of learned too. It's just, and connecting with people and then they'll remember you and who you are and that you actually cared about them. Mm-hmm. And in turn, it's amazing the, the connections that they can bring to you and, yeah. and you know, vice versa. You know, uh, you were just talking about how much, uh, you're, how close you are with your family and your sister. Um, I'm going to give my sister a shout out real quick. My sister Paige, I don't know anyone who's ever met Paige that isn't like, Oh my gosh, I love her. And one of the things she does so well she listens so well and she's so good and like genuinely interested in like everyone she meets. She she's one of two ways. She either like meets this 5% of people where she's like, I hate you and we're never going to be friends. Mm-hmm. Don't talk to me. Very, very like slim. To, like that doesn't happen often, but everyone else, she's like, I'm fascinated by you. And I'm going to ask you a million questions. And then everyone leaves the conversation. They're like, Oh my God, I love Paige. And it's like, well, yeah, that sounds about right. Cause she listens. Cause she cares. Cause it's like genuinely building relationships. And I'm like, isn't that the foundation of business? Oh, a hundred percent. I actually, when you're saying that about your sister, that's so funny. Like there, cause there's this like anecdote of like a person going to a party with a friend and they don't know anyone at the party. And at the end of the party, everyone was like, Oh my God, I loved that person. And yeah. they're like, what's their name? And like, I don't remember their name, but I love them because that person asked everybody there questions about themselves because people yep. like that. people like talking about themselves, but they didn't yes, know they anything do. about this person yet. They said that was a, the, their favorite person they met at the party yep. because they, they asked questions and they were interested in people. Yeah. People like talking about themselves and, and they like people who are genuinely interested in them. Cause it just, it's just not that normal anymore. You know, no. people, like for, I just, sometimes people just talk to talk and you're just like, okay. And so it's, but it's tough. I'm guilty of it too. I, I, you know, I try and it's a, it's like I said, it's learned and it's, you just got to keep working at it, but 
I've found that that's a really important quality to have to kind of make connections and keep them. And I think COVID has made it even more challenging because I don't know about you, but I know for me, and I've talked to a number of friends, like, it's like, I think I'm a social person, but I forgot how to socialize. Mm -hmm. It's like trying to get back on that bike and not fall off. And so I think it's just things that we're, you know, experiencing as humans, as flawed, holy humans, right? Mm -hmm. Um, I want to touch on your family for a hot second. So Mm -hmm. I know you've got family involved in running the business and everybody has like different schools of thought. I'm like, don't go into business with your family. You're like, go into business with your family. And then you have family owned businesses. So what's been your experience in terms of running your business with your family? So it, it, it does, it's been great overall. It's been great. It obviously <laughs> has its challenges. You're right. Because it is, you know, like uh, family is, it's tough sometimes with different personalities and things like that in your family. Mm. And when you're, you know, running it, who, whose roles are what and where they get kind of melded and things like that. So there have been, you know, the challenging moments, but honestly, especially when I first started, you know, um, my sister had the ability to, um, she was furloughed at the time and, you know, Mm. really as so many people were, it was so relatable and, and she's like, I have the time to help you. I want to, I'm good at this organization part. And I know that you kind of like the creative stuff and to stay away from that. So let me help. And, you know, she's now employed, but it has consistently helped me with admin and business development and things like that, mm-hmm. um, which is nice kind of transition for her. Um, but my still to this day, and, and as we started my, you know, my boyfriend's doing deliveries, my brother's doing, helping with deliveries, my mom's packaging crackers, you know, when they can, my friends, you know, still are helping me at events. It's just because they, they support this and, and yeah. it's tough to be an entrepreneur because you're, yes. doing, you know, you know, I remember first becoming an entrepreneur with my graphic design and thinking, oh, so like, I have to generate my money. Like, it's not just coming to me. Like I have, yeah, that's it's all on you. Is. Oh yeah. Like, you. <laughs> I'm not just getting a paycheck every two weeks. Like, okay. Like I got to figure out how to do this and, you know, how to make it work. Um, cause it's tough, rewarding, yep. but tough. So my family just, I mean, and from social media and kind of spreading the word about it, it's just overall, it's, it was overwhelmingly unbelievable. I, I have a very large family. I have, you know, step siblings and their, you know, sister-in-laws and, and everyone has just to the nth degree kind of supported the, the process. And it was funny because with my graphic, I've been an entrepreneur and I've had my own business, but Charcuter Me was a, a tangible business that my family, yes. you know, could see happening and I'm back in Milwaukee. Mm-hmm. And so it's kind of, uh, it was something easier for them to help out on. And the second they were able to, they did. Uh, and it's just, I, I'm very grateful. I'm very lucky. I know that's not the situation in all, in all families sure. and whatever. And like I said, we obviously have our moments because we're a large family with lots of personalities, but it's been just like overwhelmingly unbelievably supportive. I mean, even like I said, uh, if I need a delivery an hour away, you know, if I, one of my people can't do it that I employ, they'll, you know, at the drop of a hat, one of my family members will help. So it's just, it's cool. What would you say to anyone listening who is maybe in a family owned business, et cetera, like the biggest tip that you would have in terms of working alongside family? I think you have to set kind of ground rules to what are the roles. I think that can get blurry sometimes. Mm -hmm. And I think, and and along with that, that 
there's going to be emotions involved because you can't separate. It's so tough to separate it because there's always going to be it. But at the end of the day, they are your family. So at the end of the day, you can have construct. It's hard, but you can have constructive conversations with them and know they're still going to love you at the end of the day. So don't be afraid of having those conversations when you have to. I know I've had to have them. Uh, and it, it's all like a give and take, and, but you respect each other and you always love each other. And I think as long as you can have those those honest conversations with your family and know at the end of the day that they're still going to have your back, no matter what, like I, that healthy relationship, then, then I think you can have a successful business. Cause I know it's just, there's resentment that can get built in with things. Yeah. And I know like, and you try so hard with family, especially not, you know, to avoid that. So I think honestly, as, as clear of communication as you can have, which is tough, but it, if, if you can do that, I think you can sustain a, you know, successful relationship with your family and within the business and you know? within the business. Mm-hmm. Um, when you, one thing I'm just curious about, uh, when you talk about running the business and shipping and delivery, et cetera, how do you ship or deliver or do you ship or do you only deliver? Cause I'm just in my head. I'm like, it's so pretty. I don't want it to get messed up. How does it get to the other point if I'm not picking it up? Yeah. So I currently don't ship because okay. so um, that, that's the answer to my question. Like, yes. I, how could you do it? <laughs> trust me. I have tried. We have kind of test shipped to some people that we knew up in like Green Bay because it was a close, it was like within a day shipping and I just saran wrapped, you know what I mean? But it's hard because you're right. This board I'm making one obviously has to taste good, but people are buying it because of how it it's looks. gorgeous. Yeah. Thanks. And like, but that's what, what's selling it. And I've had such, it's, it's kind of like a never ending kind of quest and question in my head because it's really tough to do that. Like if I saran wrap it, it won't move, but it doesn't look as good. If I put it in a cellophane bag, you have to, I, you have to, you know, drive really slow because we do offer delivery. We do, um, to the greater Milwaukee area Mm -hmm. and beyond if you're really nice and ask, um, (laughs) Uh, it just depends, but, um, it's just driving slow. I, I joke about, you know, how people have like the kid on board, drive slow or something yep. like the charcuterie on, on the board. Back. I was literally, I'm like, can I make like a cling for the back of my car? Oh my that's God, charcuterie on board, make slow turns. <laughs> yes. That would be amazing. Charcuterie <laughs> on board. You would make a lot of friends that way. Probably. Like, I hope it's so. like, a, it's like a flashing sign that says like, I have snacks. And they're tasty. Like, exactly. Like I would follow that, that car in a really not creepy way. Like snacks. Okay. I love snacks. Um, yeah. So it's like, where are you going? But we offer delivery. So, I mean, we just try as hard as we can to kind of, um, secure them. You know, I just got, I just recently got boxes that are more the exact sizes I need to kind of fit the different size boards Mm -hmm. I have. So it's this constant kind of evolve evolving, you know, nature of that. But, um, not to spoil anything, but okay. I've been trying to figure out the shipping element forever. Um, I kind of, we, we got some national attention last year and yes, it, you did. Good morning, it, America. Yes. Good morning, America. It was crazy and awesome, but we, it, it, it had people all over the country. That's what kind of prompted yeah. the conversation in my head. Like, do you ship? I'm in New Jersey. Can you send it to me? I'm like, sorry. Like if I figure it out, I'll let you know. Cause I know there are some platforms that do it, but I just don't, 
try, I, I, like I said, the, the aesthetic is so important. I'm like, I just need to do it. So, um, while I'm not going to be shipping fully formed boards, I have a, um, shipping project in the works that I'm hopeful Ooh. by probably by the time this podcast comes out, like end of September, hopefully it's a little delayed, but, um, to kind of ship and I can, it, it, I'm, I'm excited to talk about it. It just, it, I haven't yet. Um, like a HelloFresh meets paint by numbers concept. So yes. I'm sending you everything you need to make the board, um, pictorially with a video and kind of shipping everything. Like a to DIY you. charcuterie yes. but with the instructions to make it beautiful. Yes. So essentially like, yes. yeah, everything you need yes. to kind of make it look like one of my boards, because that is the one way I think and I, there's a video of me showing how to make it. And yes, like but that, this so. is so brilliant because you know how many <laughs> ladies are out there and they're like, how did Amanda do this meat swirl or this flower? Where oh, did yeah, that I go? Talk all, I, I'll oh talk all about the salami Everybody. river, the salami rose. Yeah, it, yeah. It, it, salami river and salami rose. Oh my God, I love it. Mm-hmm. So the that's, that's this is an exclusive because I haven't talked about it yet, but Woo! yeah, that that's going to be launching. Um, so that was kind of my solution to shipping. So I'm that's amazing. It. Mm-hmm. You're, so. you're making people's party dreams come true all over the country. I hope so. That's the thing. And, you know, <laughs> it's funny because, uh, I thought of it when people asked about shipping and then kind of figuring out if this was the route I should go during the pandemic. And otherwise I've done workshops. Like that's one kind Mm -hmm. of arm of this business that took off was teaching people how to make them. Because again, we're in this charcuterie is having a moment. Okay. It's been having a moment for a while. Definitely having a moment. Uh, I hope it sticks around. I think yeah. in Wisconsin, it will at least, uh, but the land of meat and cheese. It, yeah, exactly. I think we're good. Like it's not going I think anywhere. we're good. Uh, exactly. So people, you know, we're just very curious on how to do those little things. Like, you know, I have all this salami, how do I fold it to make it look prettier? I have this like wedge of cheese. I'm not really sure how to cut it, you know? And here's the thing. I am so happy and it makes me so excited to teach people how to do this. Cause if you want to make one for a party that you have awesome, I want you to have those tools in your toolbox to be able to do this. If mm-hmm. one of the days you don't want to go to the store and buy the 17 things that I'm going to t- show, show you and tell you to use, then buy one from me. And I'm yeah. fine with that, you know, but yeah. I want to encourage people to be able to make their own because it is, it's a fun process and creative. And, and I've had, it's been so rewarding to have people, even like the girls, I have a couple part-time girls that work for me to send me pictures of a charcuterie board they made just from like picking up how to do a couple things and just makes the board look so much you know, so much more elevated because yeah. of a little tip I told them to do. And I it's say like, that in my work. It's like, mom, look what I did. <laughs> exactly. And I say that in my workshops, I say, you know, if I can teach you one thing that you take away from this, like one thing that you're thinking about when you make your next board, like I, my job is done and I'm happy to have done that. So Amazing. that's kind of what the shipping thing will do. So I love hopeful. it. And I love that mentality because again, we talk about collaboration versus competition and you know, some people might look at that and be like, no, no, no. Why would you do that? But it's ultimately, I'm sure it's going to be a positive business move and it's going to open up so many doors just by having that mentality because you build that trust, you build that relationship. So I love that. Um, what are, what, if anything else, are you working on now? So you've got the, the shipping, shipping coming soon, <laughs> um, making party planning dreams come true all over the country. Um, like what, what else is next for you? So it's funny because I, you know, I did this and I think like any 
if you being an entrepreneur probably know till you launch it and you do it. And I'm like, I don't You're know like, what, what am I doing? doing? I'm going to throw everything I'm at the wall it. and see how, and I'm doing yeah. it. And it's so fun. Side note, talking to, you know, other businesses about that. Um, the kitchen I'm in is a shared, we turned it into a shared kitchen space. I ended up taking over that kitchen. I started in and I, we turned it into this space and there's like four of us working out of there now. And one of them is a little newer and she's like, I don't know what I'm doing. And I said, none of us do. Okay. Like no. we're all figuring it out together. Yes. You just got to, literally just try everything out and see kind of what, what sticks. So when I started, I, I'm just like, I'm going to, I feel like this, there might be a need in the community. I'm going to see if this can try. works. And we just had our two year anniversary, which is amazing. And, and, and we're still kind of full steam ahead. And you're, you're right. It's, it's been an ebb and flow because one, I started it. And then now that it's still kicking, I've, I've had to kind of ebb and flow as everyone has around, you know, what people are comfortable with during COVID, what they're not. And so yeah. I, you know, I've kind of crafted what I offer around that thought process. And uh, I really, it's starting to come down to, I mean, it, it, at this point, um, I'm honing in on the things I, I like. I think the shipping is the next step for me. Oh, for um, sure. Yeah, I think that's awesome. that is a great, and like I said, I, and you, when people order it, you'll see within it, you know, obviously my branding background, like it really kind of lends itself to it. And that's why I love it so much that element. Um, but I really have been thinking about what's next. I've had potential offers for storefronts. I don't think that's the direction I want to go okay. um, again, being an entrepreneur. If we create this life to hustle hard and create this life for ourselves, And that life includes, you know, I want that flexibility a little bit. I want yep, to still be I able to that. travel when I can't, you know, I, I, I want to be able to start a family and have the flexibility, you know, it's just, just a lot of things in that part of my personal life that I am, tr- am holding on to so hard. So it really is factors into but how I think the business is going to go. Good for you though. Good for you. And anyone listening, I want you to hear that too. Good for you because there's so many different ways that we could grow we can scale, we can say yes, we can say yes, we can say yes, that are not in alignment with what we ultimately really want. So good for you for setting those boundaries and saying like, yeah, thank you, but this is not right for me and I'm gonna do it this way because that is the way I wanna grow. Like, so just good for you. Thanks, that's really nice to hear. It's tough sometimes because yeah, it's such a different, uh, entrepreneurial world is so different um, from what, you know, our parents with the nine to five, that's oh, why it was so tough. Yeah. I think for my parents, when I first started, you know, they, no having this, they just didn't, they quite, couldn't quite grasp and not to, it wasn't their fault, but they couldn't no. quite grasp that I wasn't going somewhere from nine to five every day. And then coming back, like it just, it didn't and then getting quite someone to sense. hand you a paycheck every two weeks. Exactly. Like it just, it yeah. didn't quite make sense to them. And so, you know, obviously it's been years now that I've been, you know, showing them that there, this is the whole new world. And obviously there's so many entrepreneurs now, and it's just this uh, small businesses and things like that. Mm-hmm. And so, um, I'm, I'm glad that more people I have, you know, in my orbit that are like that. And I'm 30, I'll be 36 next month. I have like all these other entrepreneurs and I wish it was funny. Cause they're like, in their early twenties and they're graduating mm-hmm. college and they're like, I want to start my own business. I want to go for it. And I'm like, go for it, do it. If this is how you want to craft your life. I wish 10 years ago, I had the you know toolbox. I didn't at the time have the toolbox mm-hmm. to, you know, do that, but I'm so glad that I do now, you know, that I do now, but I'm so glad for them. Like go hustle hard and create your, you know, this life you want for yourself. And so that's what I've been trying to do. Um, and with that, I think, you know, 
my ideal would this, what I've started in Milwaukee, I, with it, with workshops and grazing tables and kind of, I do do daily, um, items and things like that. I would like to potentially take that to other cities, you know, kind of expand outside of Milwaukee, uh, but the same concept, you know, so that with the shipping, I think is where I would like this to go. And, and kind of the kitchen we work out of, like I said, is a commercial kitchen. It's not, um, a storefront. If they have a pickup window, things like that, but, um, it's not a place where, you know, I would pre-make things. It just, I, I would rather do it. You know, you pre-order, you make it, or these bigger events for, uh, we do like law firm events and, you know, kind of just corporate events and different things like that. Like bulk mm-hmm. orders is kind of where it's led to. And that's, I, I like where it's leading to. And I think if we can just ramp those things up, I I'm very happy with happy with. camper. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. It's been great. Yeah. I love it. Thanks. Um, Amanda, as we wrap up here, uh, my last big question for you is what is your greatest insight or discovery about life and entrepreneurship? Oh, my biggest insight or discovery. That's a really good question. Um, I think I, I'm like, I, I kind of touched on a little bit. I'm so grateful for what it's allowed me in my life. It's really tough. It's tough. It, it's really tough to make the decision to kind of go out on your own um, and to, and to hustle to a point where, you know, it's nobody cares about the business more than you do. So mm-hmm. you have to work harder than anybody else. Um, mm-hmm. At the end of the day, you have to get it done if somebody else isn't going to do it. And it, you know, there are really hard days sometimes with that and knowing that you're supporting yourself. And like, I, I, I kind of touched on a bunch of times that, you know, the money that comes in is, and the connections I make are all on me. They, mm-hmm. I have, you know, with, if, if I'm not doing it, you know, people care, but not as much. Um, so it's such a rewarding life to be an entrepreneur. It takes a lot of work, but it's so worth it. And I've, you know, I just got a message, for example, from someone I went to high school with who asked and I, she wants to meet up because she wants to start her own business. And she's like, I know that you have two businesses. I, you know, if you would be willing to sit with me, I'm really, really scared and I don't know what to do. And I was like, absolutely. Like, I want to be here to encourage people to do it. It is scary, but it can be so worth it. And you know, I mean, you know, um, and I think it's just, I never knew it was a possibility. I never knew this was an option for my life. This is not where I thought my life was going. I was, I, I went to school for broadcasting. I wanted to be a news reporter. And all of a sudden I I have my own charcuterie company and like, it's just don't, don't let things stop you. Like, I just, I always want to tell people like, you know, you hit these roadblocks and it's like, okay, well, I was, I graduated a week before graduation. I realized I didn't want to be a journalist. And then I went, what am I going to do? And I networked and I talked to people and I got a job that was in marketing and e-commerce and that led to graphic design. And then, you know, the community aspect led to me starting on my own and it just, you never know. So don't be discouraged when, when what you think, you know, when you think you're going to do doesn't pan out because it's going to offer you in a direction that you probably had no clue. And then look where, you know, you're going to end up. And I'm such a big proponent of just the going with the flow and just kind of trusting in this whole process that, you know, it's everything happens for a reason and it's going to, it's going to work out in one way or another and just don't um, get discouraged with it. Yep. 
I, I'm a firm believer in everything happens for a reason too. Even though like really shitty things. I'm like, yeah, I there know. is a reason for that. I, I don't understand it yet, but it'll, it's it'll easier said itself. than done, of course. And you know, obviously yeah. little things, my boyfriend and I talk about that, like maybe this, these little things, maybe they weren't meant to happen, but they're, they're little and insignificant, <laughs> but the big things and, you know, my, I've gone through a lot of life elements that at the time. And, you know, sometimes even now I'm like, what the heck, like, what was it? But I'm like, I wouldn't be here if not for that. And that yeah. wouldn't, let me hear if not for that. So just trust really the process. Gotta look at that. It's trusting the process yeah. that you're going to end up where you're meant to be, you know? And, and I think that's been the biggest hurdle yet. The best part of, of this kind of entrepreneurial life, but I'm, I'm so grateful and glad that it's kind of, it's led me here. So, well, uh, so am I, and, uh, I'm going to speak for all the guests at my upcoming wedding. They are all so excited that it's led you here to charcuter me. Well, uh, I'm so excited. <laughs> I'm excited for you. Um, Amanda, for everybody listening who is now like, where do we find you? How do they get in touch with you and, and charcuter me? So we have a website. It's www.charcuter-me.com. And so you can pre-order through the website. Um, if you don't, if it's confusing and you can't find what you're looking for, you can always contact us and it comes to, uh, to our email and we'll get back to you um, regarding any questions you have. Uh, I am on the socials. I'm on um, Instagram is my biggest. It's at charcuter underscore M-E. Uh, so give us a follow there. That's kind of the best. Obviously, I love Instagram. I think our age group just likes it in general, but the, the pictures obviously kind of lends to itself. Beautiful. The type of business I'm it's in. Like it's like food porn. It's, it's, it's amazing. <laughs> I love it. I love it. Um, so we're on Instagram. We're on Facebook. You can find us at Charcuter Me. Um, and I haven't quite done, in, I'm on TikTok, but it's not worth it because I can't quite grasp that concept yet. So <laughs> I'm I, not a, I can't I mean, do TikTok. I'm like, I'm done. I, I'm like, I, I feel I'm like I should be young enough still to like get it, but I just, I just, no, I'm I with you. So. I'm like, it's too much. I have too I many know, passwords to remember already. I, know, I, know. I don't need another social platform. Exactly. Exactly. I'm like, yeah. oh, 35. I'm I thought I'd be more like, you know, uh, up to date with stuff than this, but not no, a chance. I'm so very anyway. not cool. I'm totally fine with it. I'm like, hey, I'm, no. I'm not cool either, man. I'm not I, didn't cool. know when, I don't know when that happened that that shifted, but it's okay. Uh, <laughs> Sorry, it's I'm all right. fine with it. <laughs> um, well, thank you so much, my dear. Uh, we'll make sure all of your infos in the show notes. Uh, for anybody listening who enjoyed the episode, please go ahead and leave us a review. And uh, I'm excited to announce that we are actually starting quarterly workshops starting this November, helping small business owners define success for themselves and then build business strategies to help support that. So check that out at rixrixworkshops.com. Amanda, thank you so much for being a guest and lending us your time and lending us your talents and your tasty snacks. Thank you so much. I had a really good time. Thanks, Kylie. Appreciate it. To continue learning how to better build your business and make your vision a reality, subscribe to the Welcome to Eloma email list at welcometoeloma.com. <laughs>